Welcome to Rhema for Today. We can, you know, we, we've come into the family. We've been born again. Then we can approach the Father, for we're in the family. He's our Father. We can approach the Father in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And get the guarantee, thank God, that He will hear our prayer every time we pray in that name. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Knowing God as Your Father. I want to read again scripture I read last night. First of all, in the Gospel according to St. John, the 16th chapter of Verse 23 and 24, Jesus is speaking, and Jesus said, And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. He was speaking about the day that we're living in now, and the day that began after that he died, was buried, rose from the dead, and ascended on high. Praise God, a new day dawned. Hallelujah. And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father... In my name, he will give it you. Now in the 24th verse, Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. Hallelujah. Then I want you to notice in the 15th chapter of John's gospel and the 7th verse that Jesus said, if ye, or we would say you, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Then turning to the third chapter of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 3. Here the apostle Paul says in the third chapter, the 14th verse, for this cause... I bow my knees unto the Father. Now notice there again, the Father is mentioned. Unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. I'm going to read one other scripture, please. And that is in the fourth chapter of Hebrews and uh, the 15th and 16th verses, the last two verses of the fourth chapter of Hebrews. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Because that you are a child of God, we are children of God. We can, you know, we, we've come into the family. We've been born again. Then we can approach the Father, for we're in the family. He's our Father. 
we can approach the Father in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And get the guarantee, thank God, that he will hear our prayer every time we pray in that name. Now, a real prayer life is founded on the Word of God. You'll notice that seventh verse again of the 15th chapter of John, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. You see, so many times his word is not abiding in us, and so our praying is all wrong or out of kelter. Or we don't know the word, so we don't know what his will is, so we're praying in the dark. The psalmist of old said, The entrance of thy words giveth light. When you know what the word says, then you can pray in the light. But if you're praying in the dark, you pray in unbelief. You pray in doubt. You pray, you know, not knowing. But thank God we can know the word. Hallelujah. You know, as I study the history of the church and the history of great revivals. I'm always reminded of Charles G. Finney. Finney was a great man of prayer. And uh, Finney, in his autobiography, said, among other things, if I lost the spirit of prayer for a moment, for an hour, or for a day, I was unable to effectively win souls. And then Finney said, I had some experiences in prayer that indeed alarmed me. Amen. Now it was his custom when he was in meetings, and you can understand as you follow other historical writings about his meetings as well as his own, that sometimes whole cities turned to God. He makes mention of the fact that in 1828 he went out to the city of Rochester, New York. Practically everybody in town got saved. All the grog, they called them grog shops, closed up. We'd call them honky-tonks or beer joints today. They all closed up. Wasn't anybody, wasn't any people there, you see, to buy anything. You can't stay in business, you know. The only theater they had in town, which was vaudeville, and that day closed down. Only two people went to see whatever they're showing. Practically everybody in town got saved. Now, that's a revival, isn't it? Right. But when he was in revival, I don't know that he did it every day, but he mentioned the fact that when he was in meetings, that he always prayed every day from 4 o'clock in the morning till 8 o'clock in the morning. 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. He'd get up and go off out in the country where he could be by himself and pray. So he said, I had some experiences in prayer that indeed alarmed me. He said, I found myself saying, Lord, you don't think we're not going to have revival here, do you? found himself just speaking so plainly to the Lord. Lord, you don't think we're not going to have revival here, do you? Well, you said so and so. And you said so and so. And he said, I found myself just quoting, bringing his word back to him. God said, put me in remembrance. 
Just scripture after scripture. Now you see that word was abiding in him. That's the reason it just come flowing out of him. He said, I found myself saying. In other words, he was so caught up in the spirit of prayer that he, it just flowed out of him under the anointing of the spirit of God. And uh, the word was abiding in him. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will. Thank God a real, solid prayer life, fruitful, abundant prayer life is built and based on the Word of God. The more you know about the Word, the better prayer life you'll have, the more fruitful prayer life you'll have. The less you know about the Word, the less fruitful prayer life you'll have. If you know nothing about the Word, then you'll have very little fruitful prayer life. But we want to talk first of all about uh, individual prayer. Prayer in your own individual life. Now you see there are many areas of prayer. There are many kinds of prayer. and We cover that in other seminars. But what does the prayer life mean to you as an individual? Is it simply that at a time of great extremity or a time of great need that you cry out unto the Lord for help? Well, thank God he has mercy on us and helps us. But is he an ever-present help in the time of need? Glory to God. Thank God he is an ever-present help. And you can be conscious of his presence all the time. Amen. Is prayer just a part of your daily life? Or do you just simply come to the Lord and talk things over with him like you do with a loved one or a friend? Because this is a family affair. Go back to what Paul said there. I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, too many times prayer is just sort of a part of our daily routine. Something that we just do, sort of a program, sort of just, you know, it don't amount too much. But you know, you don't just set aside a certain time of the day and that's the only time that you fellowship with your family. Do you? Well, now we're going to fellowship at 10 a.m. That's the only part of the day that we'll ever fellowship. No, if you're around one another, way, you're just talking to them all the time. Praise God, going right on about your business. Amen. Talking, you may sit down for a while and have a little time apart, all right. But you go right on about doing whatever you're doing. And you keep right on talking. I'm so glad we can talk to the Lord while we're driving down the freeway. I'm so glad you can talk to the Lord while you're flying from Africa over here. Glory to God. Folks all around you may be doing something else, but you can be in, in holy conversation with him. Glory to God. I'm so glad you can talk to the Lord on the job. Now, if folks are around you, we'll talk quietly. But now if you're off by yourself, it's all right to talk out loud. Amen. Are you listening to me? 
Praise God. Learn to develop a prayer life in your individual life that'll mean something to you. That'll make him more real to you. It's a family affair. I bow my knees under the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Getting Through the Tough Times. Also in this package is the slimline book from Lynette Hagan entitled God's Peace. Purchase these two items for the price of $27 and get Kenneth E. Hagan's CD entitled Faith for Finances for Free. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. In April, April 14th through the 16th, Rama College Weekend. Yes. So if you're interested in knowing, you know, what Rama uh, Bible College is all about, come and check it out here on the USA campus. Yeah, just go to rbtc.org and yes. all the information is right there, right That's there. That's right. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Knowing God as Your Father. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.